Hello, happy Saturday. We made it to a Saturday, everyone. Thanks for watching Pockflix Movies. This is the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power review show on Prime Video. We're going to be reviewing the Rings of Power TV series, the long-awaited Rings of Power TV series. Oh, yeah. Prime Video. Yes, sir. Uh, it's Jacob Bartley and Keith Barnes, but it's not Bartley and Barnes. No, like I said, this is Pockflix Movies. And uh, Jacob Bartley, how you doing? I'm doing uh, well, man. I, I'm excited to talk about this. And we had very different experiences. I watched the first two episodes in a movie theater. And yeah. I've uh, also, I rewatched the first episode at home just to kind of refresh okay. myself. I didn't have time to rewatch the second one, but that rewatch really helped me because it was, I was with subtitles. And as we know, there you go. Lord of the Rings with his type <laughs> of lore. Absolutely. You need those subtitles. So yes. Uh, I, yeah. Oh, see, this is a, uh, uh, definitely. And th thank you. Good morning. Everyone watching rare Saturday morning. I was say we, we haven't done Saturday morning thing in a long time. We used to do Pockflicks now on Saturday on mornings. Saturday mornings. Yes. And I, <laughs> hey, I don't mind it to be honest, you know, wake Not up at all. Get to, talk about the things we love and yes we see sean in the chat sorry for Absolutely. the wait man uh samir sean. how's it going geo hope you watch the episodes geo geo probably is like i'm just gonna watch the spoiler review without the <laughs> yeah right without yeah. watching it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah geo jake if you're there watching if you're still with us thank you samir everybody's good to see everyone sean good to see you buddy um yeah i apologize that's actually my fault having some technical difficulties uh getting set up here for the stream but uh yeah, I wish I'd watched these first two episodes in the theater. You know, having watched them, I started, uh, I watched most of episode one last night before I, it was really late before I fell asleep, and then just watched the rest a little while ago this morning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the scale is it's pretty big. It's something that we'll get to it, but I, yeah, I definitely wish I'd have been able to go to the theater and watch it with you guys because it's, it's that big and, and, and cinematic. Uh, yeah, it was, I loved it because there were no trailers. Yeah. It started like right at seven. Okay. The, they did show the credits for the at the end of the first episode, but it went by so quick that it kind of just felt like one big movie, to be sure. honest. And it, like, as far as the viewing experience, story wise, it didn't because obviously it's a TV show and it like it doesn't answer all the questions. There's no conclusions, so like that in that sense, it didn't feel right. like a movie. But visually, it felt like a movie. <laughs> I tell you, listen, if they were airing it's eight, uh, this series is uh, eight episodes, like you said on Prime Video. If they were airing all eight in theaters, I I would absolutely go each week. Oh, honestly, if it was like, you know, the the viewing was free if you're a Cinemark mm -hmm. member, but if it was like ten dollars an episode, I would a hundred percent go really watch would. all of them in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally definitely. would. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So let's uh let's start off. What we want to uh, what I want to do is just to get our initial thoughts on each episode, and then do maybe you know positives and negatives. So. Um, get your initial thoughts though. Let's just go with that. Well, uh, let's go just overall, both episodes. What are your, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah. So, and I did a, a short non-spoiler review just to, you know, get something right. up on the channel earlier this week, but I, um, overall, I really liked it and I'm, and I'm talking narratively and character wise. I really liked it visually. If like, I loved it. It, it looks beautiful. Like 90% of it looked amazing on the big screen. There's a few shots where it's like, oh, like TV, 
intentions like to movie theater didn't translate well but um for the most part like it was amazing it was beautiful on screen and just the the character like the the character designs the the set designs everything 10 out of 10 like great but story wise i'm not quite yet fully on board but i like where it's going like i it you know i I would not miss the rest of this series for anything. Like I, I have to see where it's going, but so far I'm like, okay, I, that was pretty good. Like, let's see where this goes. It's kind right. of how I'm feeling. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see what you mean. Um, there's definitely a lot of stuff where um, I love it. First of all, I just, I love the setup, especially the first episode. Yeah. Um, and there's there, you can see the seeds of what's coming, what we see in the trilogy or yeah. at least the way the, and it's like thousands of years before too way so. yeah yeah several thousands of years yeah. so you can see all the seeds of everything's happening um that's going to happen later on obviously the setup of uh the, the potential which we'll get to in second episode but the uh creation of uh, one of the towers um yeah and uh man this yeah. episode or watching these two episodes i don't know about you but it made me like never want to be immortal like it sounds like it sucks <laughs> Just you're like just, just alive to live through like forever, thousands basically, and thousands like, of years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's unnecessary. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons. Uh, yeah, jump, jump into the, the trilogy. Why uh, Elrond, who is uh, Hugo Weaving, didn't mm-hmm. want his daughter to marry Aragorn because he's like, listen, you're gonna live for forever, and he's gonna die, and you're gonna be sad exactly, forever. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. So I did not want going into this. I I remember maybe I think maybe two years ago when the first uh, like images showed up online, um, and there was really was little known about the series. And mm-hmm. Just knew it's going to be set during or I think during the second age. Although the first episode starts in the first age, um, but I really I watched the trailer uh, maybe once uh, for the show for us, and then I really yeah. had I hadn't watched or read anything going into it so oh, okay I yeah i didn't know what, were you aware of uh, any of the setup uh, going in not necessarily no because i you know i did watch all the trailers but it's not like you know normally like you know we we used to like dissect trailers and then yeah. go look on the internet for anything any type of information we can find mm-hmm. i don't really oh sorry my phone's going off i don't really do that anymore so like yeah, i watched same. the trailer once and then I like don't go look up theory videos or anything like that. So yeah. I knew like as as much as I could know from one trailer to watch of each trailer. But outside of that, I didn't. I, I knew what era it was in. Mm-hmm. I knew what character, like the familiar characters that would be involved. But other than that, I had no idea. Right. I'm the same. I, I stopped uh, doing, especially you know, a, lot, a lot of movies and stuff. I did the same thing. But yeah, I, I watched the trailer just to see what's going on. And then I kind of, that's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm exactly the same way. So I didn't even know the characters. I knew, so I heard or just, just scrolling through whatever, Twitter or something. I knew Galadriel was going to be in this. In this yeah. Series. And I mean, they, I think back when they announced the show, they said Galadriel and Elrond were going to be in it. And then people were like, are you know, Kate Blanchett and Hugo Weaving gonna right. play them, like, and obviously not. So, I didn't know Elrond would be in it. I had no idea until I started the episode and went, "Oh, Elrond's yeah. in this series." Yeah, I had no I'll idea. Give you so. a sneak peek. Uh, he's my favorite character so far. By, yeah, by far. I, I do like, like the actor. Uh, we'll honestly, get to him in a second, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so this, it seems to be at least the first episode, especially. It seems like she, Galadriel, is it's kind of centered around her. You see her, yeah, the child. for the most part, yeah, yeah, and her brother and family get some some background to her. There's so much of uh, I know you've read the books, but there's so much supplemental material that Tolkien wrote, and other people have also contributed mm-hmm. to that provides so much context and history and all these characters the silmarillion yeah 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 i've never got into all that too that too too much the silmarillion is like uh it's like a text it's like a history book yeah you know more than like a novel right 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 and and there's this there's the same thing it's sort of like uh what's the harry pottermore like like those oh stuff. yeah yeah yeah. to go along with all the harry potter's lore because there's so and much just sir geo asked this just to give um, some co- geo asked legolas alive during this time question mark Probably. i don't think so i think i he mean might i don't be. know maybe he might be a child I mean, yeah exactly it might be like a five-year-old right. looking legolas that's true i have no idea to be honest but he might be okay so i'm a little confused and this happens this is shown right in the beginning so this is a i think this is a fair time to ask it and you might know more than this but the the elves where they are in the beginning when galadriel's a child so it's Valinor. That's like their realm. That's their right? where they're from. Yeah. So their realm, like, just like man can't just drive a ship into their realm, right? Like, our, you know, yeah, I don't think they'll a in. ship into their. It's like it's they're like passing through like like a portal kind of. It's, it seems like it's like Asgard, and it's like the you got to go through yeah the Bifrost to get there exactly. Right? So uh, yeah, it seems like that. Like they're on the same planet, kind of, but right. it's like. And so, yeah, so she's, so I'm saying Legolas might be there. Yeah. You know, and he just never, he hasn't came to Middle Earth yet. You know, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And, and it looks like her childhood is during the first age. And I don't quite know how long these ages are. It seems like they're marked by a big battle. She goes, when she's explaining it, like, and it transitions from her becoming an adult and like, how long they've been searching for Sauron? Is she says thousands or yeah, yeah, like I think she says thousands of years. She, said, she centuries. said centuries. Well, when they yeah. were searching for Sauron, she was like year upon year, centuries upon centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just so through her. Wow. Yeah. So it seems like though, like, when we get to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, her adulthood, where she's commander of this army, um, that's the second age. It's a big battle. We know that they they left uh, all left Valinor, and it was cool to see that shot of the, all the fleet of all the elf ships mm-hmm. uh, in the oceans heading to Middle Earth um, to go battle all the orcs and I'm uh, sorry, Sauron. Uh, the note I wrote was uh, elves left their home for Middle Earth, where everything sucks. Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> yeah. Middle Earth sucks. <laughs> it is just mm-hmm. a terrible, terrible place. Even when t- things are seemingly good Peaceful. good yeah, yeah. <laughs> during times so, of peace it yeah, still sucks still yeah. an awful awful place to be um but even in middle earth it looks like the elves have a lot of there was a lot of cities and places i had not i was not familiar with um yeah well they have like their capital a lindon or something in, linden yeah linden in now, yeah. middle earth yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is cool to see yeah, the capital of the high elves it says uh here so um but yeah, that's a speed of that opening. It's a 17 and a half minute opening scene. Um, like oh, I said, mostly. Wow. Oh, before like the title card comes before up. Before the title comes up, yeah. 
which I noted that. But wow. like I said, it's really cool. It gives a lot more background history into Galadriel, like her brother, which I, I was not familiar with. I'd read about it, but to actually see him and that he died battling Sauron, which is pretty cool. But uh, I just want to note the actress, uh, Morfid Clark, plays Galadriel. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not uh, familiar with her. I don't know. I didn't go into her. Yeah, I honestly, I don't really know any of these actors. Any of these actors, yeah, same. Which is, <laughs> I, honestly, I like that. Yeah. Because they're all, I'm sure, like they, they're all great performers, Absolutely. and they're probably like, you know, professional theater actors. A lot of them, but I like that I don't recognize any of them because it, it makes me feel like more into the world. You know, it doesn't take me out of it at all. Right. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Uh, and Elrond, played by Robert Ira, Ira he's Aramayo. so good. He's great. Because, like, I'll be honest with you, I like Galadriel, like in the sense of a warrior. Mm-hmm. But she's not, and I don't think they're trying to make her charismatic or welcoming or friendly. She's obviously very, oh, she's, you know, driven by her mission and she's angry, right? Yes. So she's not, we're not supposed to be like, oh, I want to hang out with her. But Elrond, I love his, like, he's so charismatic and he's like very, like, I would want to go hang out with him, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what the vibe I get from his character. Yes, yes. And I love the history, yeah. get the setup and history of their relationship. I mean, they're mm-hmm. friends. Now, obviously, you know, later on, we know that he uh, he will be her son-in-law. Um, yeah. But which is kind of odd. I'm wondering what their age difference is. It looks like they're kind of the same age, ish. I mean, they're elves and they're immortal, so who knows? He, he exactly. So hundreds of years younger than her. Like if if she's <laughs> if she's 28 and he's 20, like they would still yeah. look very similar because like time moves so slow, you know? Like, right. Just like you and I. You and I look similar, even though we're. 13 years exactly no, just... <laughs> we already talked about this i'm i'm like almost your mom's age basically. yeah so. exactly yeah <laughs> so but uh yeah i do love the, i love the relationship between the two of them and uh she's driven like you said by the death of her brother um it's one of those situations where everyone thinks sauron's just gone missing for whatever reason uh they defeated seemingly defeated all the orcs sauron's gone missing they're looking for him to make sure and eventually, like you said, year by year, century by century, they never find him. So everyone thinks, well, he must be must be gone. Mission accomplished. We're good. And she's like, no, he's still out there. Um, we got to keep searching. So you, you kind of, it's a question of, do we need to find him for this evil? Or is it just her need for satisfaction or revenge? Yeah, to get revenge. Because obviously, he's not, if he's out there, he's not taking any action currently. Right. Unless he's like under the scenes building his orc army or whatever, but I so, which is what she is worried about though. She is worried, yeah, about and what probably is what's happening. But so there's something like that they mention in the beginning of like you know the history lesson at the beginning, basically, um, and which I didn't know this. Like I'm thinking in my head, your head going into this that Sauron's like the ultimate big bad guy, like always. Yeah, but. They said this character named Morgoth mm-hmm. was the evil ruler of the day. And that Sauron was his most loyal servant. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. So mm-hmm. obviously, so more they, she says Morgoth was defeated. And then Sauron kind of took over kinda took over and right. started building this orc army. But after centuries and centuries and centuries, they he disappeared find. and the orcs like disappeared too. But Obviously, they're paranoid that there's still orcs out there. So I think that's important because, like, 
I think we need to keep the back of our mind. Like what happened to Morgoth? Who is that? Why is he or they more powerful than Sauron? Maybe. If he, well, that's if they were, if he even is, if or they, Sauron probably killed Morgoth for all right. we know, to be yes. honest. Yeah, which is yeah, probably what happened. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a comic book uh, equivalent, uh, because <laughs> there's, I don't know, but well, uh, it's Vader and Palpatine. I mean, I guess, yeah, sure, there you go, there you go. <laughs> like it's good, but people are well, Vader's just it's, it could be one of those situations where you know, like Vader is Palpatine's weapon essentially, and maybe Sauron, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sauron's a sorcerer, so... Yeah, a a very powerful one. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, during their search, uh, the the, the, uh, team, the... the, the, I don't know what the word is that she has with her. Yeah, Sean. Uh, So, Sean Sully says, Sauron is a servant of Morgoth. Sauron is basically Morgoth's chief lieutenant. Yeah? Okay. Thanks, And who obviously becomes, like, the most well-known villain in this world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, Sauron, yeah, obviously takes it over. Um, and essentially, it's the same thing happens with Sauron and Saruman, too, eventually. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get to Saruman, too, in a, minute, but, uh, in a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, her team is like, F this. We're not finding anything. We're out of here. We're going home. Uh, which was fascinating. Like, I love that scene because you can just see, you just wonder, is she this flawed character? Like I said, Who's driven by revenge, or is she really trying to do the right thing? It's a little bit seems to me a bit of both. Um, and when I say flawed, I don't mean like she's bad or anything, like but she's definitely passionate about uh oh, I mean like doing. she's she's a good like she has good intentions, like yeah, she's not evil or nothing, but she's kind of selfish. That exactly sure. because uh Elrond does say, I mean, how many more elves are you going to lead to their death and like when she's satisfied. leading when she's leading them she like doesn't care about their well-being she's like yes. oh well you die on my my journey i don't care like let, exactly. i'm still focused on my mission like what exactly. like who does that and then yeah yeah and in that sense there that could be a flawed thing there's there's mm-hmm. parallels of that we see that in star wars or at least in some uh other star wars material supplemental material there's general tarkins like that um uh obviously there's parallels of that was in real life military we don't want to, but of course you know. <laughs> yeah absolutely but we don't expect but, that from galadriel yeah exactly character exactly. that we've like you know looked up to for so long the lady yeah. of the woods lady of the woods mm-hmm. yeah you definitely get the you can see the seeds of what we see with kate blanchett um later on yeah so I, I love the performance by this actress so she's she's very good and like you said elrond robert aramayo very good uh very good performance by him. He's he's she she says to him at one point, which I noted, "Oh, Elrond, you are uh, you're turning into a politician or something like that." Which I I did find that inter- interesting. Yeah. Obviously, watching the original trilogy, you know, he does eventually become the king, um, and you can kind of see how he does. That does definitely is a skill of his. He's kind of plays. He knows how to play people into not in an evil way, but just he knows how to get people to to do oh yeah he like friendly like in a friendly way manipulates them like, yeah 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 yeah. you can see and even with this his uh elders his people like, kind of over him he mm-hmm. definitely knows how to talk to them like uh i don't want to say brown nose because that kind of sounds more negative than i want to but kind of yeah kind of is like that but but he's good though and like say you know it well, sometimes leave. you have to do that 
to like send people on the right direction like well exactly or to like trick someone into doing something good <laughs> you know what i mean like it, you know well and he is about he does care about preservation of his people and he doesn't yeah. want any conflict we see that with hugo weaving uh, in the original trilogy like he doesn't want to bring war to the elves to rivendell where they eventually are in fellowship of the ring um but he's trying to avoid it you know and he saw obviously well maybe the series will end with what happens but he saw what happened with the ring and with the during the Sauron and the Battle of Men and Isildur, I think was his name, that took the ring and was supposed to destroy it. Didn't he wants to? You can see the seeds of that character. It's like he wants to avoid all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, yeah, I think I think it's a very good performance by him. Um, but yeah, so then we uh, just jump ahead. Let's see, we got uh, uh, Eleanor Brandyfoot. Yes. The Harfoots. Harfoots, who are apparently are uh, ancestors of the Hobbits. I think yes. there's like, uh, I was reading that uh, there are three different, uh, they say, uh, uh, species, like not species, but uh, of Hobbits. Uh, and the, uh, Like the races of Hobbits. Races, I guess. yeah. Yeah, like Hobbit is a species and then races. Harfoots are like, they're, I guess they're, the Harfoots are like, like I said, they're, they're like a precursor of the Hobbits. Like it's, yeah, so I was reading skinned. something that Miriam Pippin are harf like direct descendants of harfoots oh i didn't know that i, I didn't okay. know that and i don't but it was from a, a reputable source and okay. so like that's why they like i don't know that's why they kind of are the way they are like right i think so the harfoots are more like mischievous and like jovial you know yeah. and they kind of if you think look at the harfoots in this show don't if they remind you of any characters it's kind of like miriam pippin like the way they are yeah definitely Definitely. Well, yeah. the character of Eleanor, and say shout out to this uh, actress. She's really good. She has so. a little bit of Frodo in her too. A little bit. Lie. I was gonna say Mar- Markella Cavanaugh yeah. is her name. Yeah, she has. She I was here. great, honestly. Yeah, she very good. Made me feel like, wow, I'm back in Middle Earth again. That's exactly right. She I totally did. agree. Yeah. yeah, I wrote here another. Uh, first of all, Eleanor Brandyfoot, such a Hobbit name. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah. And then what's her friend's <laughs> name? A Poppy something. Poppy. Uh, yeah, the last name, but yeah, it's a. I'll look it up. It's actually it's a funny like it's total Hobbit name as well. Yeah, Hobbit name. Uh, oh look, Poppy Proudfellow. <laughs> yes, yep. very mm-hmm. very Hobbit name. Yes, yeah, very good. Um, another Hobbit character who wants to get out to see the world, and so that's what she's in that sense. She's very much like uh, Frodo. so she's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. Luke Skywalker, <laughs> Frodo, and the Bilbo classic Bilbo. story. Exactly. Right? Hero's exactly. journey. Hero's journey. Exactly. He wants to, wants to, once there's a believes there's more than just just their existence, and wants to get out and explore and mm-hmm. see whatever adventure is out there. So, um, so yeah, and of course, naturally, by her parents, she's being told, "Nope, stay here. Don't do anything. <laughs> Don't walk off by yourself. Uh, stay off the paths of whatever. Just stay here." Which is same thing, you know. The hobbits are always just like we just stick to the Shire, just keep to ourselves. Nobody bothers us. We don't bother them. Uh, hey, why did they tease a wolf attack and then like they never show it? And like now, I don't. Yeah. If you do the wolf attack in episode three, I'm like, no, I, I'm over. <laughs> I forgot about that. You forgot like, about it. Right, right. Because like, like you, you get the set. Yeah, you sets up like, oh, there is danger. I, I'm assuming just to set up that there is danger beyond their yeah. borders. So I guess so. Better for well, or maybe it still comes and the stranger helps out with that situation. yeah that's a good who point. knows but yeah. still feel like they should have done it in episode two no i agree you know 
because because it did feel like that wolf was sent by someone and or it something, was like tracking them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Or was about never, to. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. You never get back to it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely the good setup. Her sense of adventure, and obviously with the stranger, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, uh, you definitely see this character is going to have a huge role in whatever's coming. Um, let's see. Uh, next note I have is, uh, as usual, everyone else thinks the threat is gone. Galadriel wants to keep hunting for Sauron. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically the setup so far. Is, uh, the, uh, the king says, basically, Galadriel, good job. Everyone, good job. War is over. Declares the war over. Everyone mm-hmm. go back home <laughs> to uh, Valin- Valinor, uh, where you will live the rest of eternity in light. And yeah. she is not happy with that. Yeah, so basically, like, once you go back there, she's just, like, going to be sitting around doing nothing and just, like, living forever. And so I get, like, at first, I I wasn't understanding what was happening at first. Like, I was like, wait, are they going to die? Like, are they going, are they, like, going to, like, heaven? Like, they're Valhalla or whatever it seemed like. In a way, it kind of is. It's like, they're already born in in Valhalla, and they just live there forever. Like, that's their life. Yeah, and it's like she'd rather be out continuing her mission, and I don't blame her to be honest. But I would not jump out in the middle of the sea, though. I mean, That's maybe the... if, maybe if I was like a magical elf, but yeah, that that, that was really give me anxiety seeing her. Well, oh, she's and <laughs> dude, I was in the movie theater, so like, oh, and like obviously we've seen movies with big bodies of water right. and like that, but just like I haven't seen one in a while, so it's yeah. like, oh my goodness, this is like. So anxiety inducing. I'm watching like this big body of water and she's just in the middle of it. Right. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they're at they're heading towards the light of Falinor. And there's a mm-hmm. big there's like this being like in the light that's reaching out for them. Uh it, I thought I saw that. Am I crazy? Did you notice that? I, I mean there was like definitely a shape. Like, yeah. Which and I, maybe I, it's just like yeah, who knows? Just their like, deity, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's and it's like that's how they trans they go through the portal, you know, right. to their realm. Because I guess you have to touch it in order to get in there. Yeah. Uh, her friend, the guy that kind of sort of turned left her at the beginning, uh, it's like, come on. And next thing you know, a cool shot from underwater. We see her diving in the water. And uh, the cinematography is awesome. They made Everything. it seem like it's like impossible to come back. That's something. what I was wondering. See, I was Or maybe she that. cannot come back on her own will. Like she has to, um, like they have to allow her to pass through. Perhaps. And so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, because, uh, yeah, I'm wondering if you can't. Well, in the uh, Fellowship of the Ring, like they're all aware of the evil that's spreading and they're going to leave Rivendell and go back there. Yeah. And it's it did seem like you, maybe if you leave and come out and go back, you can't leave again. But yeah. I, I like can Wonder Woman, like... Like Wonder Woman leaves uh, Themyscira and they're like, you can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah. like when you. You know, you leave the nightclub and they don't let you back in. Like, you know, <laughs> if you like if you don't have to, you you have have a, risk, your yeah, you got to have a stamp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe somebody makes a call and says, "Yeah, go ahead and let them in." If you don't yeah, get exactly. Call, you can't come in. So, uh, but yeah, she dives out and was going to swim all the way back to <laughs> back to Lin, what, Linden. What do we call it? Yeah, Linden. Uh, yeah, so, and I somewhere. think this is about where the first episode ends, and Just then about. we see the stranger. Like all this, you know, people well, are comment- sending stuff. The skies start lighting up, and right. 
there's a comet yeah. or something flying over. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, that's Gandalf. <laughs> uh, and then once they land, because I remember reading that's how he arrived on, on that's how the, the, the wizards arrived there on Middle Earth. Um, once it lands, and I've, and it seems like like every all the characters, all the main characters see it. We'll get to the other elf character, uh, Arendir. Yeah, apparently there's like but, different wizards, like you know, Gandalf isn't the only no, like, yeah, I think wizard there's like, around. Uh, it's and, maybe like a handful of them. Yeah, and they don't have to follow like they don't have to follow the traditional mythology. But oh no, yeah, Gandalf doesn't show up until the Third Age. Essentially, although there was a, there is some kind of writing that said he may have arrived in the second Oh, possibly. Which I think. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mind if they adapt it, like, yeah, and change it at well, all. Well, I mean, the, well, I was just reading about this. Apparently, a lot of these events take place over thousands and thousands of years, but they're gonna they're gonna condense it for this series. Oh well, yeah, and you so have I feel to. like that's yeah. They're already doing like hundreds of years, like, right? <laughs> yeah. So his arrival, and it looks we don't know who it is. It could be Saruman. That's we still don't know. Yeah, it could be either one of them. Um, it seems like uh, the most likely it's Gandalf. Um, yeah. The so we don't think Lance, it's Sauron, right? Because like, some people think it's Sauron. There like, is a theory that is it, it's a it's a version of Sauron, or at least a a, a human form that Sauron uses, a physical form. Yeah. So like the name of that creature. Did he disappear and he came back and now he doesn't really know or? Because, like, the, you know, when he is, like, when, like, the trees start to crumble and it gets all dark around him, like, it seems like an evil entity. But maybe they're yeah. trying to throw us off with that. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Because there is some kind of evil spreading. We see the black goo on some of the leaves. Mm-hmm. And that cow has black goo coming out of it when they try to milk it. So, um, yeah. And we hear the whispers of that, that black language or that dark language that's yeah. being whispered. Um Oh, we did meet uh, the other elf. Uh, yes, Arandir. Arandir. Arandir in Arandir. the first episode as well. Yeah, we didn't really talk about him yet. Yeah, very good. Israel Cruz Cordova, who's very good. He seems like a he's a elf soldier, kind of. Yes, it feels like there's some kind of like uh, they're like the Marines of the elves. Like they're out. Like this. Yeah, and it, I think they um, basically like after the war ended, they stayed in to certain keep areas. Peace. Yeah. In the in the Southlands, which is the lands of men, lands of men, and uh, they stuck around to kind of keep peace, basically. Right. Um, and yes, and as we get here, this is during oh, but the time. Obviously, of- the Elf King ended the war, so that's why they have to go back. They're supposed to leave. Yeah, but he, mm-hmm. it's sort sort of a similar to uh, Galadriel. He feels like now nah, there's something else going on mm-hmm. out here. Um, well, and he's like, okay, I'm. I want to be with this woman now. He's smitten with this yeah. human woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bron- Bronwyn, uh, who's very good. Can't pronounce her name. <laughs> what is up a... with the sun, though? Why does he have that... That evil thing? <laughs> that evil thing. And, like, yeah. is he corrupted by it? Or it what? seems I don't like it. Know what's going on, man. It seems like it, because he picks it up and he hears the whispers. Like, kind of like, sort of like what you hear when you, the ring is around. Like, mm-hmm. You hear it this way. Or the, the wonder. I have a bad feeling. Like I don't think the son's a bad kid yet, yeah. but he's gonna be corrupted. I think. Well, he definitely, like most men, the elves and men don't like each other really. Yeah, there is and an one. His mom dating an elf. Right, yeah. right, right. The knife ear, as they call him. Which yeah, is probably like a, a some kind of 
slang, yeah. a, a, a slur rather. Insults, um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, well, the comet man lands. Uh, uh, Eleanor Brandyfoot finds him and her friend find him, and mysterious man. That kind of is the the end of the episode. Um, so when we jump to episode two. The question, like I said, I have is question mark the arrival of Gandalf or Saruman. This one, uh, we get the opening titles, the actual opening sequence. In episode mm-hmm. two. We're not getting open. It's pretty cool. Um, I did note the music is by Howard Shore. The uh, oh, nice. Uh, the intro music is by Howard Shore, who scored uh, all three of the movies in the original trilogy, and I, and I think the Hobbit trilogy as well. Um, and I do want to note also both these episodes directed by J. A. Bayona. Yes, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, directed- Which I like him. I mean, I didn't love Jurassic World, uh, mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom, but I liked his. Uh, what is that movie? Is it? A monster the calls. One, yeah, monster. I was gonna say one of monster calls. Yeah, yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the two like big, big things he's done. Um, so yeah, but yeah, do a good job. I think directing these two episodes. Yeah, cool. solid. And I'll, I will say, because like I need to separate the episodes in my mind. Mm-hmm. So like episode one, if I look at it as a single episode, it's it's okay. It's a nice introduction to the series. Yeah. A lot of setup. Episode two is great. Yes, completely I great. I love when this, episode two. That's when the stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Arendir and Bron- Bronwyn are investigating whatever happened to that town where she's from. I think it's called... Uh, shoot, that's not the name. It starts with an H. Um, but, yeah, it's a town where she says she was born. Yeah. People uh, can apparent- forgive us for not knowing every single location. There's a lot. Name. There's a lot okay. of locations. <laughs> I do well. I do like how they they help us out in the chat, please, for stuff we don't know. know. We yeah. truly appreciate it. If you're yeah, if you're watching on replay, definitely uh, yeah, fill fill all that in for us. But I do what they they do because there's so much. They do have the little map. They do like their uh, yeah, which is cool. I mean, transition with maps and stuff to show where yeah, and like the happening. maps are in the books too. So it's like yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of sticks true to that. It, it helps with the storytelling for sure. Yes, very much, very much, yeah. very much. But yeah. You know, in just these first two episodes, it's hard to get a sense of exactly where everything is. But they're doing as like but, they're they're doing as good as they can to communicate it. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Which yeah. the movies didn't do at all, you know. But you know, we, we still love it. But, uh, but yeah, so they're trying to investigate what happened to this town. Uh, he knows, Aaron Deer knows that this town was known to have been loyal to uh, what's his name, um, uh, Margoth. Mm-hmm. So she kind of kind of takes offense to that. She's like, well, hold on. You know, there's people there that I know. Uh, they get there to find that the town's pretty much been destroyed and everyone's gone. So what do you think is going on there? That's interesting because if they... I didn't catch that, that they were loyal to Morgoth. And yeah. if that's the case, then either, like, because they were loyal to him, like, they were just something either Morgoth or, you know, Saruman, or, or not Saruman, but Sauron, like, had something to do with the town being destroyed or they're being punished for being loyal to Morgoth. And it could be like, I think there's some behind the scenes, like we talked about, I'm guessing Morgoth and uh, Saruman did not, Sauron did not get along. Yeah. And maybe he like, because they were loyal to Morgoth, maybe they weren't willing to uh, bend the knee to Sauron. And he's like, all right, destroy your city. You know, it could be something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or maybe one of the, other uh, cities or the man, man cities, like you said, punish them for their loyalty. No, oh, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gondor or something came in, 
wiped them out hmm. because of their because their allegiance to the to the bad guys. So, uh, but yeah, oh, so, uh, Horden, Horden, that's the name of the town. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's yeah he's investigating that. Um, he goes to check out so like some tunnels beneath that are beneath the city. Gets captured. Uh, gets captured. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, aside from being stuck in the middle of the ocean, the second place I would not want to be is in it's, those tunnels. In those tunnels, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm a great warrior, but, like, I can't really move down here. Right. So, like, if there's some creature that can, then I'm screwed. <laughs> right. 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 It, it made me think of when Frodo was in those caves with the big spider. and Oh, my goodness. <laughs> which yes. was odd. So I, I hate that. That's one thing. I hate that whole sequence in that movie. But, uh, but yeah, so jump back to uh, Galadriel. She's out in the middle of the water. She gets rescued by uh, some people who've been shipwrecked by a monster of some, some kind. That cracked me up. Like, the lady <laughs> brings her on board. And I think that lady was pregnant, too. Uh, I'm not oh, mistaken. I didn't even notice that. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, she's like, oh, yeah, give her in. Oh, no, she's an elf. Like, right. get off the ship. Throws like, her off. Yeah. And then the rest of them die except the one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is very like damn. Well, he helps her on. She's just like, yeah, uh, I forgot what she said. Uh, oh, they asked if she if she was attacked. She's like, no, I wasn't attacked. And they see what they think is their ship uh, up ahead because you can see the oh, sail. Oh, but like the sails are still stuck on stuck the, to the monster. Which yeah. I thought, oh, that's cool. That was a cool. That was a cool sequence. Yeah, um, it was. But yeah, I like how the lady like just brushed Galadriel's hair back. It's like <gasps> liar. And, and like, why do? I mean, do they clearly state why man, why humans hate elves? Elves, well, there's uh, men have beef with the elves. Dwarves Obviously, have beef with the elves. I think the elves are like they're, they're like, like high and mighty. Like they're like yes, I think there's a little yeah. bit of that. And people sort of kind of like the Jedi. Like kind of people look at the Jedi and like oh, yeah, they're, that's they're, true. Like they're immortal. They're right. like super powerful they're like they're basically like the high class like yeah and they walk like, around and they kind of yeah. look down on all the dirty they're all clean and bright and shiny and they yeah got all the, they're all white wearing all white hair and and they look down on all the dirty rest of the world and then the thing. men are in the southland so right. yeah interesting yeah <laughs> so i think i think there's a lot of that with, with that makes else. sense yeah <laughs> um but yeah like i said yeah cool sequence between the shipwrecked people and the monster uh let me see. Okay. Elrond has been tasked by uh, his high king or, and the guy, uh, his associate, I didn't get his name. Sorry. Uh, El, the great Elvin Smith, Sel- Celebrindor, I think. Brindor? <laughs> Chela? Oh, the, yeah, the guy that Forgive he like, me for up the names. to. Yes. Yeah. He's like, hey, I got a plan. Uh, I want to build this tower with this very hot, for- hot fire so we can forge any of the thing we want in Middle that'll help Middle Earth, which were the Obviously, you know it's okay. This is. I think it's going to be. It's either Isengard or the Tower where they make the. Yeah. They make all the, uh, the rings. But, um, obviously, we know that's going to be bad news. <laughs> but um, yeah. Elrond doesn't know that right away, so he's like, okay. Well, he's like, I want it done by uh, spring, please. And it's like, well, I mean, how are we going to do that? I'll see if the dwarves will help us. So he goes to. Uh, I didn't get the name of the city, but he goes talk to his friend. Durin, Prince Durin. Oh, it's called Kazed Kazed Doom. 
Forgive us also for the pronunciations. We're not going to get all the pronunciations. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes there to talk to his uh, dwarf, his friend uh, dwarf, his prince of dwarves. Uh, his name's Durin the Fourth. Of course, they all challenge him because the elves—they're always—they're just—they're just like these. I, I don't know how to how you describe the elves. They're like a, they're like an offensive line of the football team. Like they're just just a bunch of oafs who like the stereotypical kind of uh, jocks. Yeah, of the exactly, world. yeah. So they're just challenging him to basically just, we're going to smash rocks until one of us gives up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dwarves. So I'll I'll say, um, I, like, of everything that happened in this these first two episodes, mm-hmm. everything between Elrond and Prince Durin, I loved it so much. I could watch a show just on them. Like, honestly. One of my notes. So great like the, <laughs> how he's mad at him for like skipping out on like 20 years of his life and the conflict that to him 20 years is like the blink of an eye but Absolutely. to Dern it's like an entire lifetime and like how he's yes. angry with him and like obviously as humans like we don't have those time differences but as humans we've experienced those things where like you don't see a friend for a decade and you know they got married and had a kid and like it's like damn, I didn't like, I wasn't there at all. Like, and so it's very relatable. Yeah. And it's like, I, oh, I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you. One of my notes is the always entertaining beef between elves and dwarves. Um, obviously we get a lot of that, um, between. Yeah. Uh, Legolas. Gimli and, yeah. And, and uh, Legolas. <laughs> yes. Uh, and of course they grow to become very close friends. Uh, in this one, they uh, these two characters started as friends, or we get a sense of their history of their friendship. And like you said, when you're immortal, I mean, yeah, twenty years, you don't. It's nothing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like a couple of weeks, maybe. Exactly. Cause he, yeah. Because he says to him, "Has it only?" He says, "It's uh, has it only been twenty or whatever?" It says uh, when he, he talks to him, he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Duran's like really, really mad." He's like, you missed my wedding. You missed the birth of my kids. You missed all this stuff. Like, how would you? We're supposed to be friends, and you don't even come to say hello. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, that's something I think a lot of us can relate to. You have friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, just life, just exactly, yeah. Life. Like, just like Elrond, he didn't intentionally like mean to miss those things. It's just, yeah. you know, stuff happened. And he says as much. He says as much, and you know, and that's and like you said, that concept of time to him is it's, it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's a hard thing for the dwarves to understand uh, from the elves' perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, we don't we don't live that way. Like that's a long, long time. Like, um, but yeah, so he's 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 rightfully angry angry at him for not keeping in touch. I noticed one of Durin's children is named Gamli. Oh, really? So I'm wondering if there's any relation to Gimli at all. Um, I know that Gimli's he mentions his cousin who uh, is one of the I think maybe was the head of the the the, the uh, operation in the mines yeah. of Moria there, um, but yeah, so uh, I love that sequence too. When he meets it, he's like, "Okay, you can apologize." To, uh, Elrond wants to apologize to his wife. Mm-hmm. So, you, know, All right, you can apologize, and that's it. Get out of here, and mm-hmm. you're not staying for dinner. So you know, of course, <laughs> of course, the wife's her, gonna, yeah, yep, you're staying for dinner. He's like, "No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is." <laughs> was yeah. very funny. I like um, how. Um... I think the tree was a gift from Elrond, I believe. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I like yeah, how cool. it's like in a glass case. Yeah. Like in a it just like that's just so cool. Like, yeah. Cause obviously they're deep in these 
these caves, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I just like the idea of that. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, same here. Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, speaking of trees, there was a quick back to, to jump go back to the end of the first episode. As the comet with the man in it was flying over, they did we saw briefly a shot of the Oh ants. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like a few of them standing around turning to look up at the sky. So what's up that was, I, that was yeah. Cool. I love oh. that. And so we got a new viewer, film watcher, says film watcher. this show is awesome so far. I I agree. I mean after finishing episode two, if I just watched episode one, I'd be like, I don't know about that. But after finishing episode two, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely agree. We're with you. We're with you. Thank you for watching, film watcher. Um, so yeah, we go back to uh, the other town. What's it called again? Sorry, uh, Horden. Brown kills this creature, this big monster creature, which. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> um, but she shows her her uh, prowess, her skill. She's skilled enough to, to take down this creature, go back, convince her people that we got to get out of here. Oh, I, well, it was an orc. Was it an orc? Because it looked really yeah. big. This is really no, big. Orc. It was. It was an orc. Uh, okay. Yeah, and that's the whole thing because they uh, they're not like they're worried about that the orcs are still out there, right? Right. And so that was the whole reveal that they are, and they're yes. like, they're literally like hiding in places like under people's floorboards and things like that. And yeah, like, yes, that's crazy. Like it's I just, miss that. just like laying down there and like not eating or anything. Like, which is bizarre because you know they like to like eat pretty much anything that's alive. Yeah. So, so, but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm so so. First of all. If I'm not mistaken, the orcs in the Hobbit trilogies were all CGI, right? In the Hobbit, I think they were. Or a lot of there was for the a most lot part. of CGI involved. I'm so glad it's like the practical feel of the orcs again, like from the, the original, original trilogy. trilogy, because yeah. like as much as gross and nasty as the orcs are, like they are a part of this world, and like it doesn't feel like Lord of the Rings without the orcs. It's for me at least. And I'm just yeah. glad the orcs are like practical effects again yeah i completely agree <laughs> which yeah. is because like that the orc in fellowship the the one that uh the one at the end like the badass one that i think he has a name but <laughs> the one the, that, that giant uh, one the, the big... one that kills uh, boromir yeah uh like i love that elf he's like one of yeah. my favorite characters or that <laughs> orc he's one of my favorite characters <laughs> that must have been a like a wrestler or a football player that's a big oh guy. for sure yeah <laughs> yeah that was a big Big old guy. He had like the white handprint on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the white hand, uh, the white wizard. Um, but yeah, yeah. Her and her son, yeah, get attacked by this orc. She kills it, which is pretty cool. Um, I love the how fight, like the way they had to fight the orc and the way they eventually killed it was pretty cool. Really cool. Like they show her once she finally takes it down, and then the next shot you see is, is her putting the head on the table mm-hmm. there, which is I thought that was really cool. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> um, trying to remember what. Yeah, I mean, I think we could like it's pretty much it, really. Like, well, if anything else comes up, we can talk about it. But I just think, like, where is it going? Like, basically, we can have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like I said, other than oh, let's jump back to really quick. Uh, Eleanor and her friend. uh, Well, they call her Nori. Nori and Poppy, her friend. um, Mm -hmm. Don't hear it. They're trying to communicate with the stranger. Mm -hmm. He can't talk. Uh, he eats some snails, which was which was grossing me out too all to know because mm-hmm. I hate too snails. crunchy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god, it's so good. But uh, 
yeah, he obviously doesn't speak their language or any language that they know. Um, he uses some fireflies to show like a star constellation. Yeah. That they think he's looking for, or it's either he's looking for, or that's where he's from. Wasn't really sure. It's it's one of those two things. Um, and she says, "I don't know." Wait, so stars. do the wizards come from space? Is that what we're? That's, I've always. I don't know. Is that what we're talking about here? <laughs> I've always described them it's like, like, like it's like an angel, wizard angel creature from. I've always said just from space. Just, that's what I've always said. Just please don't ever take like. <laughs> the like people all right we're going to space now and oh, the rings no I, hmm, I don't know i'm not sure I, that might be kind of i don't know that yeah <laughs> i mean I, would, other I mean, planets because like how how much can you do on middle earth in middle earth like yeah the planet's not that big right like <laughs> well wherever he's is from or is looking for um, it might be more of like more from like a a realm in the so some sky than yeah. actually outer space, like a you know? yeah, like a heaven essentially. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I guess you know. Um, so yeah, so they're going off to go, I guess, help him find or, or something. They're gonna help him do something, either look for that or figure out a way for him to communicate what is what he's there for. Um, so, like I said, that's kind of the big mystery, and then. Episode ends with uh, Galadriel and the survivor, the lone survivor from the shipwreck people, are uh, kind of kind of uh, accosted by another mysterious being, <laughs> shrouded in light, standing over them yeah. on a ship. We don't know who that is either. It just ends, yeah. So it just kind of ends with all that stuff. So, um, I'm in, man. Like you said, this, this episode was really good. There's a lot of setup in the first one. This one kind of gets everything rolling. Although we stay, we get a little bit more um, of the ball of the action rolling, we still don't know exactly what the actual conflict is in terms of uh, who's behind everything. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's not going to come till later. But yeah, those are the first two episodes, man. So yeah, I yeah, I mean, obviously, Sauron's going to be involved. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I mean, we saw like a, a glimpse of him, like a sh- it's basically like a silhouette from a far yeah. distance, and he's like has the crown thing on. Mm-hmm. And but that was like centuries ago, right? Yeah. So I don't think. No, I don't think the stranger Sauron. Now that I'm thinking about it, because hmm. like I think Sauron is on Earth, yeah, somewhere, and that the stranger was sent for a reason to like obviously there's a huge conflict coming up right and you know the people like they're gonna need help so i think he's some type of wizard it this is like i the 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 logical thing for me would be like okay it's a new wizard that we never known before like bringing a new character right like there's things called like blue wizards or something like Mm -hmm. that i don't really know much about it but Okay, do that. Introduce new mythology. Like, give me a new character. But at the same time, like, if you're a business and you're like, okay, we need this show to like, we need everybody to watch this show. We want as much want- eyeballs on this show. Like, okay, make it Gandalf. It's got to be someone we know. Yeah, or whatever. So, what? Like, who do you think it is? Like, do you think it's I- a character we know or a? Sh- 
an, a new character. I feel like it's Gandalf. Like that's who I feel like because I, I know that he said he he said or it's I don't know that he'd lived among the elves for a while. Yeah, like, like without a name or something like that, or mm. uh, I think because I think they gave him a name or something. Like that. I don't can't remember or something like that. Like someone yeah. someone else named him or something like that. I maybe maybe wrong, but I feel like uh, I remember reading or hearing that. Uh, so I feel like that's that's who this is, and the fact that he uses this kind of magic to control these fireflies that the two girls have. Um, I know that Gandalf, remember in. Uh, I think the two towers where he kind of spoke to that butterfly. Oh yeah. To go get the eagle to come help save huh. him. So that that made me really kind of in my mind kind of cemented it for me. Like, I feel like that's can or it could just be an ability that they have. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's true. And but, huh. Yeah, I mean I'd be cool with it being Gandalf because like I I was thinking about this the other day. So Warner Brothers owns the rights to their films still so anything that they did in their films that wasn't from the novels which i I can't even point out one example which who knows if there even is one like amazon can't use so Mm, like that makes me think are these canon with the movies or is it just like oh the books are the books and the movies are the same and it's all one big canon like, it could be a similar situation to Watchmen, where yeah. like the Watchmen TV series is really a sequel to the book, like it's not mm-hmm. related to the movie at all. Yeah, so it could be one of those situations. I think, but, but I wonder, it, essentially, all the major events that happen are still the same. It's the same. Yes, yeah, in the books and in the, in, the mo- in the movie, so it doesn't really matter to be it's, honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. That, yeah, I was about to say that. Well, that, that makes me do one. I was wondering too if. If we jump ahead, will we see possibly Kate Blanchett or Hugo Weaving? Oh, yeah. I mean, if they jump ahead to that possibly, battle, yeah, possibly like maybe in the last episode or yeah. last couple episodes, or even just like a flash forward or something. All right, right, all right. It's, oh yeah, see, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, Witcher is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like the Witcher series, based on the books rather than the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and like we said, the like they, it's kind of like Harry Potter, where like they were very very close to like, like almost like page for page adaptation. Like obviously it's condensed. Yes, but yeah. it's like there's no like major events. Like like most novel adaptations, they completely change it. Like right, everything. like Ready Player One or something. Where they but this is like. From what I know is pretty true. Like they cut yeah. out stuff from the books, yes. like Tom Bombadil, mm-hmm. which is probably a smart move. But yeah, uh, but they didn't take anything away, like any major events. I don't think so. Absolutely, absolutely. And well, and, and the movies do the same thing. You know, the original tri- the trilogy. There's a bunch of stuff. Obviously, that the books are vast and very dense. There's a lot. I mean, Galadriel's husband. I don't think we ever see. He was supposed to be was there for like everything. Hmm. He's not in the movies at all. That's what I recall. Um, so maybe it's a character we'll see uh, on this series. Yeah. So do you have a favorite so, character in the show so far? So far, um, I'm definitely with you on, on Elrond. On Elrond. I mean, I like him and Prince Durin together. So yeah. Prince Durin's up there too. Yeah. 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 And watching the trailer or previews, I wasn't 
going into it, I was like, do we need hobbits? Like, I thought this stuff's supposed to be doing going on without hobbits, so we don't need to have hobbits around. But I, I, I like their presence. I like the characters there that are there. Um, yeah, and and I mean, it's cool that it's like the Harfoots because it's like right. it's not just like they didn't just make it up. It's part of the mythology. It's part also, of the it um it gives us hobbits without them being exactly hobbits because they're not exactly like hobbits they're they're right. a little different and i do think and while i'm kind of with you like if you they told me before there's going to be no harfoots or hobbits i'd be like okay that's fine right but now that i've seen them and how they're going to work into the world I'm like okay i'm glad they're here because yes. honestly uh nori is probably is up there as one of my favorite characters as well her and elrond like are are carrying the show for me oops and uh so like and there's something to be said like and this is with this is true with frodo too and some of the other hobbits is that while everyone else is like you know everyone has like intentions like a mission or they have uh i'm looking for the word like they have a motivation like not greedy but like everybody's scheming to do something they have some kind of like you said, mission or they all have political goals. Seeking. Like they're seeking wealth, they're seeking power, they're seeking something. Revenge or whatever. The Harfoots and the Hobbits, they just, just get drawn it. Enjoy life. Right. They just want to be happy, enjoy life, eat good food, mm-hmm. drink some ale. Like they just want to chill, and and they're like pure-hearted. They're yeah. like the only pure-hearted beings like in the out of all the other species in the world in the world yeah so i think because there's so much corruption and and you know manipulation you know especially when there's magic and sorcery involved having them to kind of ground everything is important i think yeah yeah i completely agree they're and they're kind of point of view characters for the audience where they're the most well exactly like they can't go fight in a battle and that's how we would feel if we were in this world you know like so Yeah, yeah 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 they're the most they're the most uh yeah, like you said, the most like normal, I guess. Like, like us. even it's funny because we're regular humans, but even right. the humans are kind of looked at as like mythological right. beings to the Harfoots. Like, right. they're kind of like, oh, humans are so powerful, like a man, and they even call like they don't know that the stranger is a sorcerer or whatever, or a or a um a wizard, but they they just see him right away. He's regular human size, and they call him a giant. A giant, yeah. So like they would call us giants, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, and it, and it and does kind of provide yeah like a sense of wonder to where because it's it funny like, like it's the nothing. only world where like humans are like it's like elves, you know, dwarves, humans. Like we're just one of those other type of species. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, trolls too. You're trolls from the Hobbit, but uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, like there's no uh, there's nothing like really out of the ordinary that happens to these characters the harfoots or hobbits like they're just like you said they just they eat and drink and have parties mm-hmm. and that's basically and they have families and that's it so. and then like the humans are like they just all look miserable like <laughs> you're right i know, you know what it <laughs> right you know what i mean like the, <laughs> the man, man man is struggling yeah out here even the <laughs> even like the royalty among humans like they're just they're always stressed about something or there's uh-huh. something terrible going on so yeah uh but yeah so um so yeah so we get a sense of the alliance between elves and men which apparently uh-huh. was the last one for a long time which we'll see so i like that setup and uh yeah curious uh I'm, can't wait to see what's next episode episode three i saw i guess the show comes out on thursday apparently that's 
At least when um, I click on the, the film watcher says Aaron Dare is his or their favorite character cool. so far. He's cool. I don't think we got enough of him. Like yeah, and I mean personality wise. Like I need to. I want to get to know him a little bit more. He's cool. Like I like his character design, the way he right. looks. Obviously, we need like some tough warrior characters. So I'm sure he's gonna whoop some butt. But yeah, I uh, I need a little bit more from him. But he I did agree. get snatched up. That's the last time we saw him. Right. Exactly. To see, yeah, seeing him. Get so that we got to see what happened with that. We got to see who's standing over Gladriel. Right. We got to see like who the stranger is. Like, there's a lot going on. So I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I think it airs. I'm. I think going forward, it comes out at midnight on Fridays. Midnight Friday. If I'm not mistaken. Because the home screen said uh, said Thursday. I mean, you might be right. Yeah. So that's probably yeah. what it is. But yeah, if you, if you don't mind. I think that was just the premiere. That might. Yeah. 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 So. I'll look it up. But yeah. I think uh, definitely Friday, September 9th. Yeah, from now on, it's okay. Friday. So, I mean, we're going to do Saturday mornings either way. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you'll have you'll have all Friday to watch. You can hang out with us on Saturday to, to review. Uh, but, yeah, overall, overall thoughts, pretty good pretty good start so far to the series. We've got yeah. eight of them coming up. So, uh, any final thoughts, uh, Jake Partley? No, I mean, I, I just hope that, like, Cause now we're getting single episodes. Mm-hmm. Cause like if I just, if we only saw episode one, I'd be like, that was not satisfying as a series premiere. Yeah. Um, but we got both. So that's cool. So I hope we will have six episodes left. So right. we'll see. I mean, I hope yeah. I don't want a filler episode. That's I thought about that too. I agree. So I'm glad it's only eight. Honestly, episode one was kind of a filler episode. <laughs> a filler which is opening like, episode. It's not because we in, we met everybody, right? And we yeah. understand the landscape of the world, but yeah. Closest thing to it. Right, 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 right. So yeah, I agree. Like I say, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I love all this stuff. Love Lord of the Rings. We mm-hmm. both do. Uh so can't wait to see what's next. I can't wait to I, I'm hoping. By the end, we get to see, or at some point, we see the, the forging of the rings and how they're all distributed to everyone. Um, we do know that Gladriel does, at least in the books, he does get one of the rings. I think one of the one of the dwarves' rings, I think, um, which she uses to fend off Sauron from the forest. So, but anyway, uh, we'll get to that later. That was, we'll see what's happening next. Like I said a lot of setup here at the end of this episode. So, um, we'll see. See what the Rax is going to be. To the stranger when the rest of the village uh sees this tall weird man that doesn't speak their language uh we'll hopefully find out who that stranger is on the boat like you said and we'll see what happens to aaron deer hopefully get to see him in action soon uh see him doing it i think he's gonna be like the legolas of this series maybe yeah oh i want he's some big battles arrows, yeah. So. i yeah. want i need some big battles that aren't like flashback sequences yeah like yeah montage type way like yeah yeah i'm sure we'll get it Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well done, Jay Bayano, for the first two episodes. Uh, we like it. Hope you like it, too. Leave us your thoughts. Let us know what you think of the episode if you're watching this on replay. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thank yep. you for watching. We'll be back next Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's right. Uh, Jacob Bartley, tell them where they can find you online. Yeah, on Twitter, at Jacob Bartley 824 that's right. I'm on uh, Twitter also, Keith Barnes 79. You can see both of us Tuesday nights, Pacific Standard Time, 7 a.m., uh, 7 p.m., not 7 a.m., <laughs> 7 p.m. <laughs> on Apocalypse Now, right here on this very YouTube channel. Uh, and then you can see us both on our own channel, Bartley and Barnes. That'll be uh, our next episode coming up soon. Uh, like I said, 
watch the next episode. Come back and join us next Saturday, 11 a.m. Talk about episode three, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. That's our review show. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you then.